everyone today we have shantu anand uh, who is the vp of content at commune he has been passionately involved in helping brands spread awareness activate customers and engage communities using storytelling and poetry uh, he has been actively organizing workshops on spoken word poetry and has trained over 1500 people as a result uh, he has also been listed in forbes 30 under 30 in the arts category So, um, Shantanu, welcome to the channel. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Um, so, Shantanu, tell me the most memorable memory or an unexpected response uh, you received while hosting your workshops. I think the most memorable, of course, is when people get super honest, super vulnerable. Uh, we often have people actually cry at our workshops because. Mm. that's the honesty and emotional vulnerability that poetry and storytelling demands um people getting personal that's the most memorable and of course also my favorite things that happen at workshops is when someone is super shy and they come in and they barely speaking to anyone but at the end everyone has to perform in our workshops mm-hmm. and then when they do perform they're like these absolute powerhouses that they are you know they have the whole room in their hands and they're like where was this person and then they, they leave the stage and immediately again they're very very shy, shy and nervous so it's it's brilliant to see different sides of people oh that that's uh, that's something that directly speaks to me even i am of that sort <laughs> if you meet me in person i'm shy but when i go on stage i just forget uh, that's maybe because i'm a dancer uh, so that somehow i managed myself uh, i checked out your linkedin profile and you had an interesting take on uh, content and art yeah. so you you suggest that artists will need to justify their existence um firstly why do you say so first of all i think artists can become copywriters in our country very easily mm-hmm. where you shift from creating art to writing copy copy is something that is functional it's there for a purpose and you can start writing almost as if you are an algorithm creating these formulae in your heads okay i'm going to start like this and then write like this and when you do that you're essentially doing the same thing that a computer would except that mm-hmm. you are doing it slower because you're human okay now anyone who works that way and all writers at some point have been tempted to write in this way but you write on the basis of a formula rather than on the basis of you have to observe something new so many people write on the internet and for the sake of writing they are repurposing what other people have written they take literally other people's formula and just copy it and i'm not talking about people who dissect content i'm talking about people who essentially just steal content they okay. have nothing original to bring to the table mm-hmm. and this group of people is going to go ai is going to take them out completely the ones who to survive the people who write and create art when i say art i mean poetry i mean visual art i mean everything if you have to create something that ai cannot create you have to create something that is original something that has Uh, either you have to put contrasting ideas together in new ways, or you have to come up with new ideas. But the the comfort zone of 
creating content for the sake of likes and views, like the moat around that has gone. And now AI can do that faster and better than you can. What it cannot do is humanize that information. Mm-hmm. But if you do not have the knowledge and awareness that is the baseline, you cannot add, like being human is not going to cut it. Just adding a human element is not going to cut it. You have to come from a space of knowledge and observe and and observing things. And then what you said, adding twists. But it's about personality. You have to cultivate a better personality. And that comes from observing, study, doing. It does not come from sitting and writing or creating in a formulaic way or for the sake of creating. Okay. Essentially, we have to all just become mm-hmm. way more interesting as people. And yeah, literally, be more interesting is the three-word advice I would give to any young artist right now. Be more interesting. Okay, yeah. so artists have been creators for a really long time and the uh, creator economy is on the rise. So, uh, you know, at Commune, you have been... Um, you know, helping creators to monetize their content. Uh, so what do you think are the basic blocks that creators need to assemble before they plan on monetizing their content or expertise? So if I look at the creators who are succeeding, mm-hmm. I think it's a mindset more than anything else. It's a oh. mindset of not having fear. Mm-hmm. It's a mindset of, you know, saying that I'm going to take risks. I'm going to try new things I'm going to be okay with embarrassing myself that's the mindset and apart from that of course you have to have you have to know what you're good at you have to know why people should follow you and why people should pay you for your products or you know actually subscribe to your content or invest one hour watching what you're putting up like know yourself know what makes you unique and special uh, but the second thing is you have to be willing to fall flat on your face. Everyone who I'm seeing succeed is falling flat on their face 10 times and then they're succeeding. And we mostly only see the success, but we don't see the years and years of failure behind it. Mm. So, yeah, I think to be a creator right now, you need incredible patience. Yeah, so I get the baseline you're saying is incredible patience. But, uh, you know, when it comes to B2B uh, marketing, uh, what brands do is try content marketing. Uh, They go on socials, there's this promotional content, there are uh, bland case studies, there is uh, bland blog resource sharing. So uh, how do you think brands can, you know, build a perception or reputation using stories uh, in their content strategy? Every brand, every person is telling a story every day of their lives. We don't realize it. Like, by being punctual and on time, you're telling a story about yourself. You don't realize that you're telling that story, but that action is telling a story about you. The way you speak, the choices you make, all of that is telling a story about you. People think that all stories begin with the words once upon a time. That's not how stories are told. Stories are told, they're narratives. And narratives are built on your actions. So what brands, I think, brand managers know this. Most brand managers I've interacted with, actually, they do know this. Um, 
which is that every action you make is telling your brand story. What you tell about yourself is actually only 10% of your brand story because anyone can say anything about themselves. The actions that follow that is what defines your brand story. Like Zomato can make the wittiest jokes on social media. But if when you order food, the food does not arrive on time, you don't care how funny the jokes are. Mm. We do not care. We care about the person coming and delivering the food on time uh, in a personable, nice way and us getting the food. That's mm-hmm. the brand story that's actually being told. That when you go to this app, A, Zomata has this recommendation system, etc., etc., which is actually making you see what you want Sorry. to eat. Like they're recommending food to you. They're telling you where the discounts are. That's the story. They're curating your menu for you for the evening. They're helping you curate it. And then when you get the food and you eat the food, is it packaged well? Is it tasting good? That's the actual story. And all of this is storytelling. There's a restaurant that every time they deliver food, they put a little message on the box. They say, thank you so much. It's it's now a brand which has multiple franchises. I'm happy to shout them out. It's called Good Flipping Burgers. And every time you get you get a box, a burger, whatever they get, they have this message, which is thank you so much for your patronage. You keep us running. So, yeah, I mean, you know, the stories are being told all the time. But it's not like saying, hey, our brand was founded in this and this is what we believe in. Mm-hmm. Your audience does not care what you have to say. They care what mm-hmm. you do. Oh, this is an interesting take. Audience doesn't care what you say. They care what you do. Uh, Shantanu, uh, what could be a good starting point if some some brand has to start weaving their stories as a part of their content marketing strategy. Yeah, I I think you have to reimagine stories and you have to find the most efficient way because the one thing no one has is time. No one has the time to listen to your full once upon a time stories. It's the same thing as um, when you use TikTok and you take the same video and you put it on Instagram. It has that TikTok TikTok watermark. Yeah. That watermark. If you remove the watermark, TikTok would be so much less relevant in culture. Mm. It's that. It's that story of this was edited on InShot. Mm -hmm. This was made on Canva. It's those little things that, because the story you're telling is that this was created on TikTok. That story now you're telling, but you're not telling it by using 100 words. You're just telling that story by slapping a logo on. That's it. A story does not need a beginning, middle and end to be told. Wow. Interesting. So basically what I get a sense of is uh, you suggest stories to be uh, not something that you build up as based of characters, but more of in the way that you perform things and your approach towards things. Yeah. Yeah, I think we have to give a deeper meaning to the word story than what we have right now. Stories are not movies. Brand stories are not the same as movies. Brand stories are stories that are being lived every day by the brand. So, uh, Shantanu, tell me, uh, how can you identify 
uh, you know, hit uh, storytelling opportunities within the organization, be it customer stories or employee experiences or, you know, even industry trends? Uh, those are three totally different questions. So can we take them like one at a time? Yeah, sure. Um, you said customer stories. Mm-hmm. Give your customer a story worth telling. Like, mm-hmm. Roshan Abbas was telling us this story. Let's say it's a hotel brand and someone, um, someone's having trouble reaching. Their car breaks down. Something like that. Mm-hmm. People from the hotel, they come in and, and they get a call from the customer, super distressed. And the people go, they, they actually go from the hotel to where the customer is in their car. Mm. and they help them out to get them to the hotel they solve the problem so one way of storytelling is to show that you care about your customers or to say that or to ask your customer to come on camera and say hey i love xyz brand the other way is to actually care about your customer do something that is worth talking about seth quoted has a book called the purple cow have you read it? Oh, no. Say the theory of the of purple cow is that you're in a train going past the countryside. You see a lot of white cows. You don't say a word. No mm. one is going to point out a white cow. You see a purple cow in the middle of all that. Suddenly everyone's talking about it. Mm. The purple cow did not have a signboard that says, talk about me and you'll get a 10% discount. All it did was be purple. And people spoke about it. My favorite story is Center Shock because when Center Shock came, people spoke about it. It advertised just like other chewing gum companies advertised. The reason people spoke about it, it was the first time anyone had seen a chewing gum, a chewing gum which was not purely sweet. I don't know if you're too young to know this, but Center Shock was this. It was incredibly sour. Like, you took a bite and people's face would literally like scrunch up. And it's a great example of people talk about things that are remarkable. So if you want to show that you care about your customers, do something remarkable for your customer. Your customer will automatically talk about you. That's it. Same for employees. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. But you said about storytelling about industry trends. That's totally different. Yeah. What do you mean by mm-hmm. trends? Um. So if there's some new trend that has come in the industry uh like for example now uh last year we had this whole web3 web3 going on and this year we have all ai ai going on so uh if as a brand you want to hop on some trend that is going on if it's relevant to your brand of course yeah i mean that was the first thing i was gonna ask like is it relevant (laughs) to your brand yeah um i think when it's a new trend i think educating is very underrated Because if you, whoever you are, whatever brand you are, when there's a new trend, even now, people want to be educated about AI, educate them. That's Mm -hmm. how you hop on to the story. Just tell them what is up. Especially in a fast-moving industry like AI, just giving updates about what's happening is enough to jump on the trend. It's enough because there's enough happening to keep people interested. So that's one way. And the other way is to be contrarian, is to question the trend, especially mm. with Web Web 3. Anyone who mm-hmm. questioned the trend a year ago 
is now standing out and being proven right because the trend itself has died it's yeah. not a trend anymore web3 might mm-hmm. succeed over the next 15 years but it's not a trend so anyone who stood up and said yeah this is a fad and it's going to go away it's not going to be relevant for everyone not everyone mm-hmm. is going to make money through cryptocurrency if you had said that a year ago uh, clips of that would probably be circulating around saying that hey this person predicted this so uh, have you noticed uh, any pitfalls that uh, brands have uh, you know faced when they were uh, telling a story in uh, through their content struggling to find like a very strong example because like i think um our minds our brains are wired to remember the success stories not the failure stories mm-hmm. but i think the biggest pitfall in storytelling is inconsistency because if okay. you're not consistent then no one believes your story mm-hmm. consistency is the key to building trust i believe the point of every brand ultimately is to build trust mm-hmm. everything else can come and go trust is non negotiable if you don't trust what someone is saying i mean this personal brand i mean this for a company if i i don't have your trust i can't convince you of anything even if i'm right by the way if you don't trust me and i tell you something that's true you may not believe but if you trust me i can then build on that trust and i can make you believe in a vision but trust is the foundation so inconsistency erodes trust and mm-hmm. uh, i think that's the biggest pitfall for any brand or like personal individual okay uh, so i get the idea that you need to be consistent to build trust uh, with your story so uh, to make sure your audience get hooked uh, to the emotion that you are planting uh, wanting to implant in them uh, do you think there's some kind of research that you must do yeah you have to you you can't tell a story to someone you don't know mm-hmm. and the more you scale the more you have to know my favorite story is it's an advertising story from america where mm-hmm. uh, a brand there, there's a quarter pounder in america which is quarter of a pound and a, mm-hmm. a competing brand launched a it's a one third of a pound and they priced it the same as a quarter pounder and and my favorite part of the story is that those are the same prices one third is more than one fourth we know this mm. the no, a, a normal person who saw the ad did not get it they read it as four is bigger than three so one fourth is bigger than one third which is the opposite of true and so the the whole campaign failed the product failed it you cannot predict something like that unless you know your audience like really really well so you have to know your audience you have to know what your audience values you have to know what they know you can't talk down to them you can't speak about things that engage you but don't engage them it's it's really hard for brands and that story i think proves it really really very much so shantanu how do you think they must have fixed it or uh, you know your take on how they should fix it cut the fraction tell people in amounts like explain to them how much a quarter pound is and how much one third of a pound is don't tell them in fractions that's the biggest lesson from this. like 
tell us the actual sizes in this was based in america so i guess in ounces or whatever you know they don't use the metric system but yeah tell us in actual numbers because people understand that 4 is bigger than 3 so tell us in actual numbers tell us the actual weight makes sense so you need to communicate that uh, properly yeah and it's not about looking down on your audience it's not about saying that hey my audience is too stupid to get this like the campaign is right but my that's the marketer's temptation right to say that the campaign mm-hmm. was smart the audience was dumb you don't get to say that there are hundred things that your audience knows that you don't know the same people who don't understand fractions understand things about the world that you have no clue about you are marketing something to them that's your job speak to them in a language they understand cool thank you so much shantanu uh, before i let you go can you tell our audience where they can find you online um you're not going to get that much out of following me online i think <laughs> you can find me on linkedin maybe i might start posting there more often now um and look out for commune if you are interested in storytelling it's commune india on youtube and community that's k o m u n e i t y horrible spelling for the purpose of sharing on podcasts etc but if you just I'll look up commune share it commune, in the links too <laughs> um yeah the spelling is really not optimized for <laughs> for sharing on podcasts but look up commune with a k essentially and yeah. we are you know there's a lot way to in the next 6 months in the world of storytelling so look up for cool thank you so much shantino for your time and i'll catch up with you soon yep lovely speaking with you manadi thank you so much